0: Now, does this, has this always come uh, natural to you? How did you learn how to do this?
1: Um, no, not comes natural. My, my dad taught me how to do all this crap.
0: <clears throat> Before YouTube. Hello, everyone. That was Sean Patterson Sr., and this is Umum. I'm Carl Gratiot. Now, I think it's fair to say that all of us possess special skills of some kind. Some were born with. Some reveal themselves later in life. And some will, for whatever reason, just always be out of reach. And for me, the outreach stuff is anything related to diagnosing mechanical-related problems or fixing things. If it has moving parts, makes noise, and can break, I am not the one to call. And that's why I feel so grateful to have Sean Sr. in my life because he is the one to call, and I have. I first met him back in 2015 shortly after Sarah and I started dating, and since then there have been a lot of calls for a lot of things. There was the call about how Sarah and I were getting married and moving to Michigan, where he gently reminded me about the importance of having a job and plans for financial stability. There have been calls where I expressed my uncertainty about being able to run and finish 5Ks with him. I've puked in the woods many, many a time. The call where I asked him to drive me to my vasectomy and back. And of course, lots of calls about things like flat tires, painting stuff, loose fence post, and many automotive issues. And so when the battery in my 2006 Pontiac Vibe decided to stop working, I knew right away who could help me install the new one. Sean knows cars. He actually spent his career working for General Motors. He started as an assembler at GM's Wilmington Assembly Plant in 1984 and was there until the plant closed in the summer of 2009. It closed as part of that whole GM bankruptcy plan you might remember. Like many workers at the time, he had a choice between moving to the Youngstown, Ohio plant or Wentzville, which is near St. Louis. He chose the latter, and he ended up finishing his career out there as a union benefits representative until he retired in the spring of 2020. So, who better to help me install this fine GM battery? So I popped it in my trunk, got some Wawa coffee for him, and headed on over. During the installation, I asked him about growing up in Delaware, who taught him these critical life skills, and whether or not it's too late for me to pick up some of my own. Just a side note, this interview was recorded a few weeks back, and I've since learned what Sean thought about this whole interview experience. Apparently he told his son Zach something like, I thought he was going to come over, watch what I was doing, and maybe learn something, but instead he just asked me questions the whole time and contributed nothing. I couldn't have said it better myself. Here's Sean.
1: Come back here, we're going to put this in the trunk.
0: Walking into the back of the car.
1: Okay. And always put down some cardboard. Now, wherever you bought that battery, you should have a receipt. You take that back and you get five bucks back. It's core charge. Core charge? Yeah.
0: The core of the battery. Oh, not like court, like legally. No, no, no. C-O-R-E. Core. I just know so little, it's hard to keep up.
1: Now, like sometimes if I was me, I would take a garden hose and I would squirt all that out just to clean it, real nice-like, but um, I'll tell you what. See, like, see that, yeah. see the corrosion on the bracket?
0: Yeah, how bad is that? Is that like as bad as you want it to ever get?
1: Well, I mean, you just like to keep things clean. You know, like, I mean, like the, think about the inside of your car. You know how you like to keep it clean. Everything you should, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness.
0: Yeah, you like to keep it clean, but if you've got three kids, like you got, there's like a five-year period where it's not going to happen. <laughs> so now I'm just going to
1: rinse this off. with some good old-fashioned tap water.
0: He's rinsing it off with tap water.
1: Just to get rid of it. There's um. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Uh, cereal spoon for this morning to clean off this. She'll never know. Run it through the dishwasher. A little battery acid never hurt anybody. Corrosion. Is
0: that, that the, the kind off. of acid that if you get on your skin it'll burn you?
1: The stuff inside the battery will. The corrosion won't. The corrosion is. Uh, it's kind of like rust. You should interview the dog. Another trick is if there is like some buildup, you can clean it off with Coke. Like you can open a can of Coke and pour it over that and Mm. it'll eat that stuff.
0: What about diet?
1: (laughs) Ah, good question. See, back when I learned to do this, they didn't make diet sodas. They weren't invented yet, so... I'm not really sure I know the answer to that question.
0: Do you want to state your age if just
1: Oh, my age is 59, born December 29th, 19 so, I mean, I feel so like there was no had... diet soda back then.
0: It was a new it was a new fad that came about, I'll say in the 60s. Interesting. I mean, if you popped a mentos on there too, probably speed up the chemistry.
1: Whoa!
0: It Might, I don't know.
1: Ah, let's see. with this stuff so necessity is the mother of invention and when stuff breaks when you're a kid and you know damn well your dad's not going to fix it you got to figure out how to fix it so i would i would just figure shit out that goes towards the front
0: why would you why do you say your
1: dad's not going to fix it
0: Because he was
1: lazy, and he wouldn't do anything. Dad, my bicycle tire's flat. That bicycle tire might sit for a month. (laughs) So, you learn to do stuff yourself and figure stuff out. But, I mean, he also taught me how to... uh, We're talking about different things. Working on cars. He taught me how to work on cars. And then, as I got older, I had a lot of friends in high school that actually took um, power mechanics, which is... You know, a course that teaches you about vehicles and stuff. And they were like, um,
0: oh, oh, what do you call them?
1: What do you call guys that are really into cars? Mechanics? Nope. Enthusiasts? Nope.
0: I'm trying to think of what it was.
1: Motorheads? Yes, thank you, motorheads. That was the word I was looking for. Um, So I had a bunch of those friends, and they would like... Uh, they wouldn't really teach me anything because I wasn't interested. But if my cars were like broken, they would fix them for me.
0: See, I feel like my my dad knew all knows all this stuff too. But I feel like maybe he was waiting for me to ask to learn it. But that never happened. And oh, I don't no. like. Do you think he's disappointed?
1: No. Well, so my dad. Okay. So like my dad. One time. He had a vehicle similar to Amory's, and it started leaking antifreeze. And where it was leaking from was called the um, freeze plugs. So they're, they're mounts in the engine that they're designed so that <clears throat> rather than if your engine builds up pressure and blows, these plugs will blow out. Well, in order to get to the plugs, you pretty much had to pull the whole engine out. So my dad would give me assignments. He would go, okay, get under there. I want you to take out these seven bolts and I want you to drop this thing. Okay. But I would just do crap. You know what I mean? And, and learn stuff that way. But so, um, like, Sean asked me, how'd you, how'd you know how to do this stuff before YouTube videos? He just asked me this recently when we were working on a car. And I said, well, first off, like, if I'm going to replace brakes or, or just like we did this. Okay. I basically just take the old thing out and set it over here mm-hmm. and put the new thing back in where it came from. It, but if I got in trouble, like if I did something, I'm like, this isn't working. Then I would ask my dad and he would explain to me how to do it.
0: After, after he gave you a whooping?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> after he told me I was a no good son of a bitch for getting oil on his driveway. I wasn't the most careful. Like when you put in oil, he would always say, Get a funnel. I'm like, Dad, I don't need a funnel. What do you think I am? But sure enough, I'd get oil all over the driveway.
0: Oh, well. Yeah, did, did your time, how many years at, at, at the... Uh, <laughs> GM, did, did it, I learn anything? Did it help? I, no. No, that didn't help at all. There we go.
1: That's the right way. No, it didn't help at all because um, I didn't really, like, I didn't know anything about cars, and... I wasn't in a job where I was like actually fixing something. It's just a job where it's like it says, every time a car comes, I want you to put this in, set it here. Like that's your job. You get a battery and you put it in the place and, and the line runs. So you don't really need to know anything. Okay, so now we're going to put some Vaseline on these things.
0: On the, what are those called? The bolt, the little connectors things? Uh, terminals, battery terminals. Terminals. Good call. So we're just gonna smear a little
1: of that on there. I know you can't really. It's too bad it's not a video, huh?
0: Oh, he's smearing uh, his fingers on the terminals with Vaseline. Yeah. See that? Perfect. And that'll that'll help. Uh, that'll
1: help cut down on the on the time it takes for corrosion to build up. And I should have a pair of my underwear right there.
0: Now, can you? Yeah. Walk us through that now. Why not use a rag? He's got. Like Th- that boxers. is a rag. So, like when t shirts and underwear get old, you just put them in the rag box. <laughs> I get t shirts, but boxers wouldn't yeah. be different. Yeah, they're good. Do you think it's too late for people that might be like over 35 to learn some of these essential life skills? Uh, yeah,
1: I do because they aren't really essential anymore because most things in cars that like that I learned how to fix when I was a kid you can't really fix them you can't really fix them as a unless you're a mechanic with um like computer diagnosis and stuff like that you can't I mean you can do this little job which yes any any even you can learn this Kevin (laughs)
0: does that answer your question yeah, I guess because I, I don't know how to drive a st- like a stick or do. A oh, lot of you could cart- learn that. That's easy.
1: Uh, I
0: don't know. This yeah. isn't the same category as, as the. No, this
1: isn't the same as learning to drive a stick. This is just. I mean, this is just. I mean, you could watch a YouTube video and and figure out how to do this. Anybody can do that. Well,
0: so, I have. I've done YouTube. I do yeah. for my headlights, which is a much simpler task. I feel like. What came first, Die Hard, the battery, or the the film? Oh, the battery. Yeah, Die die Hard batteries
1: have been around since the 70s, I'll say.
0: Was it an exciting moment in time? when?
1: Oh, yeah, because Die Hards, like, they lasted all this time. They used to have commercials where, like, they'd set this thing in ice in Alaska and let it freeze, and then they'd chip the ice off, hook up two things, and start, like, a tractor trailer with it. I remember those cool commercials I thought damn what a battery because so I used to have to take my battery apart take these two caps off and I have a battery charger that you hook up here a trickle charge and you would have to put distilled water in here and then you'd have to let it you basically cook but you couldn't let it cook too long because it would start to bubble and the water would all cook off and you'd burn up your battery so you had to check it but you know, I wasn't really all about that checking stuff, so I'd always forget. <laughs> Come back, and my dad would be like, "Did you check that battery?" "Oh yeah," and I'd run out there and just throw some water in there. "Yeah, it's all right, Dad." And he had this thing, a battery tester, where you you took you took this thing, and it looks like a um oh the thing that you you check gravy with, you know what I mean? Ladle. No, 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 with the with the ball on the end, a baster, oh, a turkey baster. baster. Yeah, yeah. So you took a little bit of that water out, and it filled up this little plastic thing, and inside was this plastic circle that would tell you how much acid, like how much water versus acid, and he'd say, did you check it? Oh, yeah, I checked it, Dad. It's good.
0: I never checked it. I just, crap, say, Dad. It'll be fine. My dad would always just say, quit moving, like, sit still. <laughs> My dad would say
1: will you shut up and let me finish a sentence? Because I would always
0: interrupt him and be like, <laughs> so Like, look at all the tools you have. Like, do you, yeah. you know how all those work? And like, yeah. you, how does that, how does that happen? Uh, that happens over time. Now,
1: no, let me see. You tell lefty Lucy. So, um, the other thing. That my dad would always say is that I stole all his tools. Which, <laughs> okay, as a kid, I just misplaced them. I didn't really steal them because I couldn't go anywhere. But as an adult, I would pretty much just steal things. And But my answer was, who's the person that uses the tools? Like, I would always be the one fixing crap, not him. So, basically, I, it, I need the tools. I actually utilize them. So <clears throat> it's not really stealing because he'd have me do things with the tools, right? So, kind of need them, right?
0: Yeah, I just, like, I have hammer and I have wrench of some kind and, like, a, oh, not a propeller, what was I going to say, that starts with a P, like, a, you grab, it grabs in and then it twists. Pliers. Pliers. Good, good call, pliers. It grabs and it twists. But, like, that, that seems like it's good. Like, what, I don't need to do
1: much more than that. Well, you,
0: you always need, like, a, a ratchet set. Oh the the circle ones like you have yes. right now. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have a lot of those but they, we don't have all the circles like some of them are missing. <coughs> That's Oh. Uh! All right, fire it up. It's time to fire let's it see up. It. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's see it work.
0: All right, let's see it per. We'll
1: pause on the uh on the Q&A. <coughs>
0: Baby. Listen to that purr.
1: See, did that take us more than five minutes?
0: No, I don't think it took more than that, but with the Q&A it was more.
1: See that, you hear it?
0: Purring like a kitten. See that? Okay, what time is it? Time uh, check. Uh, it's gotta be like 9.30. Okay. I just have to leave by 11 to go to P2.
1: Boom. Done, man. Now, you have to go to the store and return that battery and tell me the story of your core charge. Core charge. And did you get your five bucks back? Case
0: dismissed.
1: Case dismissed. Done.
0: sean patterson senior who probably won't be surprised when i tell him that the old battery is still sitting in my trunk and i no longer have the receipt for the new one which sadly means i won't be able to collect the core charge case dismissed the music for this episode is from an artist called lucas gans that i found on the free music archive check out my website umum.studio where you can find extra info about the show supplementary content for each episode including the gopro footage of sean driving me to my vasectomy appointment that's fun right and i just want to say i appreciate you and i'll talk to you next time bye bye